Hello everyone, this is Kelly Beard of KarmicTools.com and this is your weekly forecast for July 4th through the 10th of 2021. All right, last week was Mars, this week is Venus with Sun and Mercury thrown in for good measure. So all very personal. And we kick off the week on Monday the 5th with Sun sextiling Uranus. This activation will help you access a deeper sense of authenticity as everyday routine events may be even more enlightening than usual this week. Anytime Uranus is involved, aha moments are available. That sudden inspiration or the surprising clarity that changes everything is bubbling just near the surface. You need but invite it in to your conscious awareness in order for it to be useful. Eventually, you will have to ground these breakthroughs in some literal way or physical form, but this energy supports the exploration of possibilities. Where can you use a dose of freedom and liberation? How can you lighten up? This energy also promotes authentic living. You won't be able to be phony nor tolerated in others this week. So just remember that truth sometimes rattles those who would rather quote unquote play nice or keep up appearances or status quo than face the facts. So watch out for rebelliousness if not in you, then in others. This is not a disruptive energy except to those who resist change. Don't fight it, embrace it. Change is good. It means that you are growing. Deep breath. Then on Tuesday the 6th, we have Mercury squaring Neptune for the final time. Now remember, we've been in this veil for quite some time. And I discussed with you all along the way that the Mercury retrograde was going to cause this one activation to happen three times over. And Neptune is not the one to mess with when we're in confusion or our boundaries aren't good or we're taking on too much energy from outside in the world or whatever. So let's use this activation to wrap up any kind of scattered energy or let's just say those aha moments might start coming in with this third activation. So essentially Mercury hits it first, goes backwards, hits it a second time. Now that it's direct, which it went direct right after solstice on June 22nd, now it's hitting its final time July 6th. This is helping us really clear our minds of the old ways and the old thoughts and the old concepts because they won't help us in the new territory. So we had to do this reset. I like that we had this extended stay with the retrograde and that we're having to work out this Gemini and Pisces zones because that's where it is. It's our faith versus the facts and, you know, our ideas and concepts and how they really play out for everyone, not just you. You know, there's lots of different ways we've had to look at things before we commit, before we start making choices, right? So this is a mixed blessing energy. On one hand, it's good for spiritual study and giving your dreams a little energy, if your schedule permits. On the other hand, it makes for major miscommunications between people. Try to think before speaking, because if it's possible to misunderstand or not get it all together, it will happen this week. Be careful not to let your longing for your dreams to come true to distort your judgment and mislead you into believing an illusion. With this energy, some people will deliberately deceive, while others have to be careful not to be misled. Stick to the facts or stay quiet for right now. You may even be inclined to withhold information to avoid a confrontation. Don't do it. Communicate with yourself and God today. Otherwise, plan to be very clear in explaining yourself to others, humans in general, so there is no misunderstandings. Deep breath. 
So yeah, Mercury and Neptune, that's our conscious mind and our connection to God and spirit. So on the other hand, where it is hampering communication with people, it's actually helping us communicate with our angels, ancestors, and animal spirit guides. It's actually helping us hear the messages of our soul and connect to our higher self's guidance, right? It's easier for this internal communication when Mercury is in this kind of zone. So it's coming out of it. It's going to finally hit Cancer, and that's going to start a whole new cycle for Mercury and, and another three months because it basically does this every quarter. So think about what you've been processing and integrating over the last three to six, nine months or so and what you want really clear or cleared out of your life, clear in your own mind and heart, cleared out of your life or path and prepared to come into form by the end of this year. Because remember, the whole year of 21 is telling a new story. So what story are you telling this year and where do you want it to wind its way to by December. So also on the same day that we have this Mercury-Neptune activation, we have Venus opposing Saturn, which is a big one because basically, you know, I like to work with the initiation and integration points. That's the conjunctions and the oppositions. When planets get together and initiate a cycle and when they get to their halfway point. So basically, Venus takes about nine months to get around to where she needs to be to activate things on a regular basis. And opposite Saturn, that means about nine months ago, they initiated some kind of new reality is the way I would have put it. And so how's that going? Have you been focused on your own values and priorities for the last couple of months? And can you see where it's time for a check-in to see how things are going, right? So here I say where Sun opposite Saturn has the focus squarely on you, the individual. Venus opposite Saturn often illuminates the relationships that you've magnetized or repelled in your life. It is here that I also like to remind folks how valuable midpoints can be as they give you a direct look back at your starting point, which offers unbelievable clarity about what you may be dealing with in the present moment. There is a push-pull between your true values and the current reality of your relationships and or your resources. You may find yourself questioning what and who is or is no longer of value or important to you. Or you may find yourself facing some hard and unavoidable personal truths. Don't feel sorry for yourself and do not take it out on others. It's time to take responsibility for making new choices. Looking back will only trip you up. Challenges may center around commitments you've made out of obligation and or a sense of duty rather than because you actually wanted to contribute. Okay, deep breath. We got to think about these things. You can use this energy and activation to align your reality with the values of your heart. Don't allow the anxiety associated with change to keep you from making some important decisions at this time. If you give in to your fears, you could get caught up in martyrdom or victim consciousness. Deciding what you want, committing to the work it will take to manifest your vision and getting to work that's what Saturn will reward with tangible and long-lasting results. You will never regret investing in yourself this way. Deep breath. Because Venus is all about your values and priorities. Saturn's all about your reality and purpose, your boundaries, your roles and responsibilities. So where are you at with that in your relationships and finances? 
Then remember now, Saturn and Uranus are doing their thing, moving things along. And last week we talked about Mars, the masculine, resetting things in Leo, opposite Saturn, squaring Uranus. And I told you then that Venus would be next, and here she is. So at the very same time, basically two days later, Venus opposes Saturn on the 6th, and then she's going to square Uranus on the 8th, so back to back. So that also tells me that we have to decide, you know, where our important things are, our important relationships and the valuable ideas and the things that we're investing our time, energy, and resources in going forward. We're at a checkpoint now. How's that going in relationships and finances? And what is stable and what is not stable? What's weak and needs some fortification? That's what an opposition does too. It helps balance out any extremes going on. It helps you catch things you weren't aware of. It helps you see your starting point in a way you couldn't see until you got to that 180 degree point. Now the square to Uranus says, we've got to change. Based on the reality you want to live, you got to make some changes and some choices. This says it's a test to grow that you cannot plan for. Venus rules your values and priorities, and an activation with Uranus signifies something sudden and seemingly out of the blue. Of course, this isn't true, but it can feel that way. The truth is, it is time to do something different where your love, finances, or relationships are concerned. Making a conscious effort to do things in a completely new way will be rewarded with a lesson and a blessing you would have never considered. Due to new revelations happening within you, the immediate response will come from those closest to you, of course. If you're in relationships, personal or professional, that have reached a point where they have to change or end, this is a good time to try to discuss it openly and with as much detachment and objectivity as possible. This energy can provoke the need for excitement or stimulation in your relationships, giving you the urge to shake things up. Deep breath. Be aware and mindful of others' feelings too, because they may not be in the mood for such sudden change. Another expression of this energy is to get things on the table. It's a great time to really discuss things and come to an agreement or compromise. Ultimately, this is a test of your flexibility in relationships. The more inflexible or attached to status quo that you are, the more disruptive this energy can be. Deep breath. All right. So same day, the 8th, which is Thursday, we have the Venus Circle and Leo and the throat chakra is where we're at in our reclamation. I'm hoping to get Kathy Pagano back to do a little storytelling on this one. But our guiding archetype is the visionary. And the story is Sekhmet, which is the lion goddess. How perfect for Leo time. But also a really great story that Kathy has to share. So I'm going to see if she'll join us. But if you would like to join us, East Coast, 9 p.m., West Coast, 6 p.m. on Thursday, July 8th, the Venus Circle $25 donation includes the tools and the notes, which has all the divinations and the stories. And we're going to have a great time this month as we connect at the throat chakra. And we're starting to come down from the crown to the root as we reclaim month by month after clearing so much out in the first nine months of her cycle, which was during the morning star phase, the release side was ruled by Gemini. The reclamation side is ruled by Aries. So we are definitely getting back into our true individual purpose and what we want to contribute to the rest of the world 
and reshaping that as we develop this new narrative that we want to tell because what we know to be true is changed. It's time to live into this new story. So that will be Thursday night. And then Friday, we have the Cancer New Moon, which is a powerful opportunity to start anew in your cancer area of life, whatever house that is for you. We are getting a dose of new beginning energy that is so needed and necessary, considering the large-scale endings we are also dealing with. This month gets personal, thanks to Cancer Energy and the New Moon. Plus, Eclipse Energies are helping us all seed a new consciousness, a new story, and new ways of interacting with others. It's time to initiate something that you are willing to be responsible for, nurturing to its full development and releasing to the universe. Something born from you. Cancer is the best time to practice deep self-care so that you are a more reliable vehicle for bringing your creations to life. Where is the fertile ground in your life, environment, or world at this time? What personal tending is up for you right now? What basic fundamentals do you need to feel loved, supported, well-fed, and cared for? So that would be what I call the non-negotiables. What do you need to feel loved, supported, well-fed, and cared for? Cancer Capricorn are both about the basics in life, emotional and physical security, food and shelter. It's about feeling what needs to be done and doing it. So don't give in to emotional overwhelm. Instead, as you develop a whole new way of containing, nurturing, and protecting your life force energy, that is your fuel or what you eat or feed others, okay? You are subsequently honoring your own feelings and nature when you do that, which means honoring your own nature, you know, is one of my core values. As you develop this whole new way of taking care of yourself, that is the way to make the connection to your true essence. So remember, cancer is how we feel on the inside about the Capricorn reality we are living on the outside. So if there is a discrepancy, the new moon is the time to seed a new vision. All right, I'm also going to add here a couple of off-road things. One that I have been trying to plug in in the different talks that I've had in different places, Instagram, YouTube, what have you. But this lunar space that we're in right now this summer, as we transition June, July, and August, we had the Gemini Sag eclipses in June. We've got the Cancer Capricorn, just regular full moon, new moon in July. And at the end of July, we have our first Aquarius full moon, one of two. So when we get that double dose of Aquarius full moon, it changes the lunar order and flips the rhythm in a way that's completely natural. It happens every 18 months. We're totally wired for this. But just know that you're incubating, you're completing an 18 month cycle and about to initiate a new one that is very personal and the last 18 months was led by the full moon which means we led with closure and endings and completion and illumination of things we were not aware of and awakenings and connections that were made that are going to be the compost as well as the nutrient for the new seeds we're going to plant over the next 18 months when the new moon leads the full moon and we have to plant our seeds and walk by faith, then we just have to trust that what we're calling into existence, whatever aspect of that that is necessary and for us will come into existence. And when we get to the full moon, it will shine a light on things we may or may not have been aware of, but it is where we can 
adjust and adapt each month, month by month. And I've already also warned you that by November, the Taurus Scorpio eclipses start coming in. So where we've been rearranged in our Gemini Sag departments, which is to say our minds, our thinking, our consciousness, our ideas, what we believe to be true or possible. And like I said, the story we're telling, all that got reset to the tune of nine and 18 years because that's the big lunar cycle and the eclipse cycle that I'm referring to. And as that segues into Taurus, November, December, we're going to have the first of many, I want to say six or eight Taurus Scorpio eclipses. So that shifts the breakup or the shakeup or the break to realign energy that eclipses are naturally to our Taurus to Scorpio departments, which means it's also shifting from idea concept realm into more literal physical earth and water is more literal for us as human beings because we're part of this earth air and fire is a little more ephemeral and harder to pin down and contain control right so that's where we got all our ideas of what we would like to embody what we would like to express through our own vehicle through our own means of expression, whatever that may be as well. So part of telling the new story, I've also encouraged many of you to take up some new mediums of expression. So I am still working on those goddess videos. I have Oya and Cirrus in the chamber right now. So hopefully I'll be able to share those with you soon. But that's a different medium for me. It is so fun trying something different and expressing the same kind of ideas. I'm all about health and well-being and taking care of yourself and self-preservation and staying on a rhythm and doing all my earth medicine things and mixing in my shamanic astrology things. I love all of that, but also in rhythm with the cycles that changes and evolves over time. And it's fun to experiment and look for new ways of expressing yourself. So under the moon in the forecast, I didn't mean to do so much off-roading. Thank you all for riding along with me. I did put another link for the custom monthly guidance because that's when I do tarot divinations for you personally, the individual, for the new and full moon. So it's kind of like a current month guidance that you can either subscribe to or just pay for the month you want. And of course, it's really good to do during eclipse months as well. And you can get in that rotation anytime that works for you. And those Mm -hmm. links are in the blog this week. Oh, and before I forget, this was the first mountain sunset. I know it was cloudy, y'all, and what I was trying to get was the sun breaking through those clouds, which it did 10 minutes after I stopped filming, and we had a torrential downpour. I had to go. The camera was getting soaked. But see how beautiful it is on a cloudy day? It's going to be so gorgeous on a sunny day. So I hope to get to more of those in the rotation as soon as possible. But this was the first one, and I hope you enjoyed it. Peace and love. And that's our week. So we're navigating mostly Venus with a little sun and Mercury to help us along the way. Reach out if you need to and have a fantastic week. This is Kelly Beard of Karmic Tools signing off.